Welcome to Healing Conversations. I'm Jamie. And I'm Jen. And here we talk about all things healing from spiritual, emotional, and relational. We will share about our healing journey and point to the one who does bring healing. So have a seat and make yourself comfortable as we dive deep into the well of healing. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in again. We are back yes. after a couple of weeks off. Um, yeah. Time just flies, man. It does really fly when you're not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. we need to record. Yeah, when you're potty training um, oh my goodness, a three-year-old overnight, um, it's 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 ridiculous. And then, and then you're, you're so worn out. Yeah. And, you and can't. your baby's still waking up sometimes, you know, with teething. And we're really realizing with a girl... <laughs> I don't know what about you guys, but we have two older boys and then a girl, and she's definitely waking up more in the night. Like, she, she slept. She was our best sleeper at night from the beginning. I mean, right off the bat. But she still she has more of those, like, you know, like, wake-ups where she's just like, oh, can you just come hold me for a minute, and then, you know, I'll be fine. Like, she doesn't – that's all she wants. She just wants – She only to, wants mommy, too. Yeah. She only wants mommy. <laughs> yeah. But she, you know, she's fine, but she just wakes up and she won't go back to sleep unless you come and get her and hold her for a couple of minutes and then put her back down. But it's definitely like that sweet tenderness of, of girls, I think. Yeah. They're precious. Yeah. So, yeah, but now we're back. We're, hey, let's let's get this episode in. We're and, still in Tucson. Too. Yeah, we're still in Tucson, believe it or we not. We thought oh. that we would, we wanted to be gone by now, um, but course we were just we were just ready to move um as you guys know or if you don't know and this is one of the first episodes you listen to we are we are wanting to do full-time RVing with our three kids we're wanting to do um just to travel with them and be anywhere and be flexible and just go with the flow and um and just explore really it's kind of like our lifestyle sim- simplicity and being f- near family as long as we want to and just kind of traveling around but we also last summer the lord called us to back into ministry and that looks like healing prayer ministry and so we are just on this journey and we've been on this journey for gosh, like a long time, <laughs> a couple of years already in our own healing and just learning what that looks like for like how the Lord wants to just kind of use that story. And so really being able to travel around in the RV allows us to be present with people and to, to, to do prayer with people, to do life with people, and to spread this great news that that we, it's for freedom that Christ said it's free. It's not for sort of free or, you know, if you're not living in complete freedom, then you're living in bondage. And it's not, it's not, uh, there's no straddling the fence on that one. And so, um, yeah, that's what he's calling us to in in this next season. So we thought we'd be gone by now, but we're not. 
kind of has other things in store. Yeah, it's been <laughs> but good. But hey, it's it's one of those. Hey, okay, let's let's just trust that God's going to be the one to do it, and mm-hmm. He's slowly putting those next steps in place for us. I mean, we've we've gotten uh, an onboarding process with the ministry that's providing our uh, 501c3 nonprofit covering. And so we've gotten that all completed. And so we're all set up there. So now that we have the 501c3 set up, we're going to go ahead and, and start uh, raising funds, raising funds for our personal salary, raising funds for the ministry, and also uh, raising funds for a uh, housing, quote unquote, or mm-hmm. RV campaign. And so those are just some of the things that are God's lining up for us to kind of take those steps forward to continue this journey of being able to bring this message of really effortless Christianity to the, to the church. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've grown up so many times in our, well, I mean, you and I, we've grown up in, in Christian churches or sorry, Christian homes our whole lives. And it was just kind of like this, a bunch of rules, regulations, this, these do's and don'ts that we were supposed to follow. And not that our parents were like, you know, intended that it be this way. It's they were trying to instill in us those, I guess, rhythms you would call them for really being able to establish or build or walk closer to God is through those, those rhythms of, of scripture reading and, and being able to go to church and doing all of these other things. Uh, additional to that in order for us to be able to grow in our walk with Christ. Mm -hmm. And so that's how we were kind of brought up, not to say that those things are bad. I mean, we should be doing those things. Those things are just kind of like, I mean, out of the outflow of our love for God. Like, I mean, we want to continue to grow in that. We want to continue to develop those, that relationship. But in all reality, it comes down to is our relationship with God should be effortless. Yep. You know, we should be effortless. I was just thinking that even in a marriage or a dating relationship, you have that relationship with somebody and it's not like you're you're saying here do these things and I will love you more, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, if if a guy is telling you uh, some girl to do that, like I you got to <laughs> Run the other way. Yeah, run the other way, think about it and be like, "Okay, let's let's talk about this. What are you talking about here?" But in any relationship, it's we don't give these do's and don'ts in order for us to be able to feel loved or to be loved more. And so it's the same way in our relationship with Christ, only we 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 look at it and we're taught this way of we have to do these things mm-hmm. in order for us to, you know, again, get in God's good graces to be able to be in that place. And, and it really, it's even going back to Galatians 5, where it's talking about the fruits of the Spirit. The fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And I think I'm missing one or two in there. But um, And if I got them all, they're, they're just flip-flopped. But there's those spiritual gifts that a lot of times when 
we look at those, we say, okay, I need to grow here in this one. I need to grow in self-control. I need to grow in patience. I need to grow in joy. You know, we're saying, I, I need to grow in all of these things. I have to do something to be able to <laughs> I work I would have on more patience if you had more self-control. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it's like, we, we always tell ourselves, I need to do better in these things. When in reality, it's the, it's right there in the scripture when it says it's, they're the fruits of the spirit are evident in our lives and they come from him. Mm-hmm. And so when we are living out of this place of freedom and a truth based belief, the Holy Spirit is being able is able to flow through us in such a way that these fruits of the spirits are just flowing through yeah. us because he's the one who's doing it because they are his fruits mm-hmm. of the spirit, not ours. Yeah. It's not what we have to do and what mm-hmm. the fruits that, you know, we have to show. It's the fruits that he shows through us. We are bearing his fruit. I mean, it's just like, you know, that he's the vine and we are the branches. Like we, we're not our own tree, I guess, that bears yeah. its own <laughs> fruit. Like we bear his fruit when we are connected to the vine. Right. And being connected to the vine is having the truth in our hearts believing the truth in our hearts because apart from it, we can do what? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Like, so on our best day of, of trying to be patient and loving, God is not pleased with that. Like he tells us that all of our works are filthy rags, right? Like they're, they're, they're worthless or pointless. That is, he is not happy with our best efforts of being a Christian or trying to look like Jesus like that Satan's actually the one who's happy about that because he knows that that will never that's not transformative yeah so yeah we're we're looking at this whole new way of thinking of being a Christian and yeah like we've kind of I'm sure it's already been coined, but we want to coin effortless Christianity, like make it a book or something because it should be effortless. When we know the truth in our hearts, it should be effortless to be loving and to, because we will have love. We will have joy. We will have peace, patience, kindness, goodness, all those. When we are living out um, the truth in our hearts. And I think we've talked about this maybe last time, like, double-mindedness and just Mm -hmm. how you know we can all day convince try to convince ourselves of what the scriptures say and you know it's kind of like you get into that rhythm or that um what do you call it like a a discipline where you're reading the scripture and you're memorizing scripture and you know you go to Awana as a kid you memorize scripture like you memorize scripture memorize scripture which is not bad I'm just what I'm saying but just knowing it intellectually does not mean that we believe it in our hearts mm-hmm. and we cannot we cannot make ourselves believe something in our hearts we have to be convinced of the truth so whether it's through a higher power um or somebody that we trust that's why you know like as kids we as children we learn to trust our parents right we trust in what they say for uh, like what they're telling us you know um because we have that trust in them so that we can believe that they what they tell us is true not always because of course we can 
you know, fight that and we can think one thing and then their parent, our parents say another thing and we don't believe that. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, what's really missing is the Holy Spirit. We are missing the Holy Spirit. He is so vital. He, his job is to convince us of the truth. He lives inside of us as believers to convince us of the truth. It is our job. It's not our job to convince ourselves. It's our job to allow ourselves to be convinced. It's our, our job to just position ourselves. It's humility. Mm-hmm. It's positioning ourselves under his authority. But it's also it's just being able to say, okay, Lord, this is what I've been believing. What do you have to say about that? Mm-hmm. And there's there's this whole process as to get to what it is that you believe we can't um we can just say okay like say oh i don't know like you get home and your husband just or wife whatever just chews you out because they're mad at blah 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 something and you can believe that you're worthless and stupid and you can say, God, I believe I'm worthless and stupid. Well, there, there probably needs to be more digging because it's not the way that your husband or wife treated you. It's not that memory there that makes you feel what you feel. Memories don't make you feel what you feel. There's, some, there's an, a lie or there's a faith. I should say a faith, whether it's good or bad, a faith-based belief that's causing you to have emotion to respond the way to feel what you feel and so many times you you need to look back and find out where it was that you began to believe that lie that way it can be addressed there because if you stop with like oh my husband or my wife it's because of them that I'm feeling what I'm feeling no, and that's not true, actually, at all. It, it only has to do with what you're believing currently. And that belief is being triggered. That episode is being triggered by something from where you first started believing it. It's kind of sounds confusing. I hope it's not confusing. And we will send you guys or link some resources that you guys can look up if you are like, huh, what? Um, but... Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> that role that the Holy Spirit plays is is very vital. Yes. And we've unfortunately we've kind of walked away from really the power of the Holy Spirit. I mean, we 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 joke that it's like okay, you know, the ones who do understand the power of the Holy Spirit are the Pentecostals, <laughs> Pentecostals you know, woo, you know. But really in all reality, we've really kind of downplayed the importance and the role because we say, Oh, well, God is the Holy spirit. So wherever the God is there, I am. Uh, For instance, you know, I had a conversation with a couple of individuals and we were, we were talking and they said, you know, I just don't understand, you know, how it's like people can sing the songs, you know, for, I don't even know the, the word of the song, but some of the lyrics in the song say, you know, we, um, we invite you to come Lord spirit or Lord speak or something like that. And referring to, we invite, we're inviting the Holy spirit to come in. And he's like, well, why are you, you don't need to invite the Holy spirit because 
God's there, and if God's there, the Holy Spirit's there, and the Holy Spirit is God, so therefore God is there. And I'm like, well, the uh, you have to understand if we have a a if we are resisting the Holy Spirit, we're not going to invite the Holy Spirit in. Like it's He's going to be the one to do the persuading in our hearts mm-hmm. of that truth of his role, the role that he plays in our lives to bring about that conviction. Like it's the spirit's job to bring about conviction mm-hmm. in our lives. And like, that's his role. That's what he does. He brings that out. He, he points out those things. And really it's that understanding of who he is and just accepting and really learning mm-hmm how much of an impact the Holy Spirit has in our lives and the difference that that can make for us. I mean, it's huge. It's, it's big to understand that and (laughs) believe it in our hearts Mm -hmm. because, you know, you think of, uh, I can't even think of the Romans eight verse 10 passage off the top of my head. Um, you know, where it's, or no, maybe it's, I think it's 10. Yeah. Romans 10, where he says that, you know, with the confession or, that you believe unto salvation. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think I should, you, maybe I you should, can look it up. While, yeah. While, uh, but yeah. Um, so let me backtrack on that since I don't have the reference there. I don't want to speak out of turn or out of place, <laughs> but really that role of the Holy spirit, we have to understand that we have to know just that role that he plays in our lives and how much more of a broader understanding we can have through that is very important. And I think that's where we have to come into the place as individuals is really, okay, where, what is really the role of the Holy Spirit? What is his role? His, his role is for conviction. He convicts us of our sins. He points out, um, uh, those things in us that should not be there. And so, and then it's, he's even pointing out these lie-based beliefs that a lot of times we kind of shun aside. And, and last week we talked about that, you know, sometimes with those emotions, we, we, we kind of push them aside. We don't bring them up to the surface so that we can uh, kind of dig a little deeper. Um, and so, okay, here we go. So Romans is it 10? Yes. 10? Romans 10. For it is believing by your heart that you are made right with God, and it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved, as the scriptures tell us. Um, let me go back up a little uh, more. Let's see. Okay, let's start in about the middle of verse 8. And that the message is the very message of faith that we preach. If you openly declare the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. When we look at that word uh, faith, and I can't remember the Greek word for it, it means persuasion. It means persuading. And it's really, it's the Holy Spirit who's doing that persuasion Mm -hmm. and he's persuading us to the truth. It's not ourselves it's not ourselves yeah it's not ourselves i mean somebody else can kind of share us the word Mm -hmm. and he can use that right exactly i mean to think about it you know whenever we accepted christ we had people 
preaching the word or the gospel to us and they shared with us the true the message of of jesus christ and what he came to do and the salvation that he brings but it wasn't them who was doing no. the persuasion that it wasn't ultimately their words. it wasn't yeah, yeah it was it was the holy spirit that in us said you know what i want to believe that mm-hmm. i want to believe in my jesus i want to believe in a savior who's going to set me free mm-hmm. and not send me to hell like i want to believe in that and so it's the it's the power of the holy spirit he's the one who persuades us of truth yeah. and that's where we need to be able to live is where we are continuously being mm-hmm. persuaded mm-hmm. to the place yes. of truth yes. so that those lie-based beliefs are not continuing to overpower to to be there yeah to to be yeah to not be there at all to not be um, demanding more of our attention than what the truth is and so that's another role that the holy spirit plays in our lives is being able to persuade us to salvation persuade us to the truth persuade us of those things that are there that god wants to reveal in us Mm -hmm. that uh that shouldn't be there and so really like this whole idea of the whole effortless Christianity, it's almost, it's based out of that. It's based out of that belief that when we have been persuaded of the truth in our hearts, and I mean, I just, you can't read that passage and not see where it says, uh, I mean, a couple of times, actually, um, verse verse 9, it says uh, that you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. Mm-hmm. It's and not so, believing in your head. Yeah, exactly. It's not believing it's, intellectually. It's not what it says. Yeah, it's believing in your heart. That's where the whole the transformation happens yes. is when we believe it in our heart, yeah. not in our heads. Because yes. like we said in the last episode, we can do, unbel- unsaved people can do the very same things that we do. Mm-hmm. And will there be any kind of transformation? Well, I mean, they... Some things might change, but it's not going to lead to that true transformation that only... Mm-hmm. Mind renewal. Yeah, that mind renewal that only God can bring. I mean, they can read, they can memorize scripture, they can go to church, they can, you know, make themselves uh, have that self-control to do the the things that they need to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And so can we as believers. But really where the transformation happens is when the Holy Spirit is revealing that truth to, in, mm-hmm. to our hearts and we're believing in yeah. our hearts. And when it's believed in our hearts, we, we're solid. That's that yeah. firm foundation that we can continue to build on. It just really blows my mind. Like we're, we're spending a lot of our time right now just learning this new thing, learning this new model. It, we follow, um, or the teaching is on a website called Transformation Prayer Ministry, TPM. And they, I mean, they've been around for since the 90s, I think. But 95. they they teach this these principles. They, they teach how we can each, as believers, be able to submit ourselves to the Lord, to the Holy Spirit, and allow him to convince us of the truth. And so obviously there's a ton with that as far as like, how do you do that? And you know, what's the process? And so that's what we're learning right now. But it just blows my mind that this stuff is kind of like, so I don't know if it's backwards or just flip flop or what, but like, it's just, I mean, I, I even remember for me, like growing up or just in the last, I mean, 
we've been married for like 12, 12 and a half years. And all the years before, like the first 10 years, how like I would respond to you, you confessing, you know, looking at pornography uh, or just whatever. And the reactions and the emotions that I felt, um, I truly thought that they were like, there was your fault. It was because of you. And I think that's how a lot of us think. Because what do we do? When we feel bad pain, the first thing we do is we have blame, shame, and guilt. Like it's, we want to, or no, victim. We have the victim role. We want to blame God, blame the blame Satan, blame others. We shift the blame instead of really, instead of, um, instead of taking ownership for our emotions, for our feelings, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's crazy to me to, to realize like that is so true. You did not cause me to feel what I feel. You can't. You mm-hmm. Nothing you can do can make me feel what I feel. I feel what I feel because of what I believe to be true in my heart. So, I mean, one of the lies that I w- was believing was, um, I'm trying to think because it's been so, so long since I believe this lie. Um like that you're um like because of that that I am worthless that I am um unvaluable that I you know that I all those things I truly believe that so it wasn't you that was causing me to feel that it was a belief that I had already believed right you were triggering it what you did had triggered it and so through this journey, you know, it almost all the time, the Lord takes you back mm-hmm. to where you first began to believe that, you know, why asking the question, why do I believe that? So once he heals that, then, um, it's retroactive. Is that what I, I think that's the term I heard? The Lord heals retroactively. Like you don't have to you don't have, he can heal then and then now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not like, oh, I'll have to go through all these memory, you know, like he, yeah. But, um, but yeah, he, he'll take us back to the place where we began to believe that lie and, and he'll replace it with truth. And then it'll, he, he will heal you from there to now. And so it just, this stuff, I mean, it just like, it makes me so excited and I just want to be able to share it with everybody. Um, but you know, another thing that he's doing in this is, um, we're kind of just enjoying living this new, like freedom filled life. Like we still, we still do TPM almost every day whenever we experience negative emotions that's that's when he's calling you to to uh, to As respond. As you told me, taking <laughs> taking that opportunity. Yes, it is an opportunity because if we don't take the opportunity when we're feeling negative emotions, we are missing the opportunity. We're missing the opportunity to be able to cooperate with the Lord, and yeah, you miss it. So then it's like you have to wait again for the next opportunity. Not that you have to like 
you know, wait, like really wait. But I mean, like you, yeah, you missed the opportunity. Yeah. You missed the signal there to address it. Mm-hmm. And because again, he, like we said last time, he loves you too much to leave you where you're at. He loves you too much to allow you to continue to believe what you are believing. Um, and so really the call for us is to, to respond when he, when you have negative emotions, don't blame other people or be tempted to like shrug it off. That's another thing too, is sometimes we can, um, pretend it's not there and stuff it and push it back and pretend we don't feel anything. And so, yeah, but this, this ministry that we've been, kind of training underneath is is just mind-blowing it really is and it's all been it's it's all there in scripture it -hmm. it deepens your understanding of scripture yeah it really does deepen your understanding of scripture you begin to see it in a whole new light and you're like wow okay scripture is (laughs) is coming to life in me right now and it it really does impact um just your your relationship and your understanding makes you think about Paul I used to think of that Paul was like this guy that just did all the things that he was just just so good at being doing a Christian Christian you know like yeah all the Jews right but you now when you now I can look at his books and be like no this guy was truly transformed like the Lord truly renewed his mind yeah. and that's exactly how he was able to do what he did i mean Mm -hmm. same thing with jesus he couldn't do what he did if he didn't know the truth yeah so yeah it's that's that's kind of where it is is really getting to the point of that transformation yeah and there is a process there is a Mm -hmm. process to be able to get there and it's just really asking yourselves okay what am i feeling right now what comes to mind when you're thinking about that? You know, I mean, it's it's not like, oh, this is anything new. This whole process of transformation has been going on. I mean, heck, God started doing this process with Cain uh, at the very beginning in Genesis. I mean, it's all throughout Scripture. It's like God is really trying to, hey, let's get to this lie-based belief. Yeah. And because if not, we're going to continue in, to sin. And I mean, you... you if you read the, the the account of Cain and Abel, I mean, Cain ended up falling into that sin and murdering his brother because he did not get that transformation. He did not mm-hmm. accept the truth and of transformation for himself. Well, and he so, probably didn't even position himself to do it. Like he didn't. Well, yeah, that, he didn't that want to. Um, he didn't want to admit what he was yeah. feeling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So this is it's so important for us. It's for everybody. For That's it's what for I everybody. wanted to say. Yes. Like it, this is not for people that in the church that you're like, oh, they need that. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, it's not for for porn addicts like me, or you know, it's it's not for the people who are really struggling with their yeah. with their emotions. I mean, this is for even this for somebody for who everybody. has like a very strong faith in God, and and I mean, you know, the more the straightest person you can think of, like, I mean, they need it too. Yes, because there's no difference between the person who's really good at controlling, quote, controlling your emotions yeah. or the person that is like, out, looks like they're out of control. Yeah. Those two people are the exact same. They mm-hmm. both are striving and they both are needing the, they're not, their minds to be renewed. They're both needing the truth 
to be convinced. They need yeah. to be convinced of the truth. So we're all, we're all in this. Like, yeah, I just, I just want to encourage you if you're, I just want to encourage you period to, to uh, either reach out or just, um, visit the, the website, the, the link that we'll share transformation prayer dot org dot org i think is the website yeah. and um watch their introductory video they it, it just blows my mind <laughs> and learn this process this is discipleship right here this is mm-hmm. this is it we are not we are not called to be on this earth to just sort of get by yeah just to get by and just go with the flow or just um push through it like no we are called <laughs> he wants us to thrive to yeah. be in freedom not not waiting until we get to heaven but now because there's rewards when we mm-hmm. are when we are renewed when we are transformed and we are able to impact and bear his fruit there are rewards it's rewarding yeah. it's going to be much more rewarding than just waiting until we get to heaven so yeah yeah, yeah. so anyway well that will kind of conclude our podcast episode for today but we will have those links in our uh, show notes Mm -hmm. and uh, be sure to click on those and um, check in on on any of those uh, links that we have and just kind of dig your dig deeper for yourself Um, learn it Um, this is just some stuff that is not been like oh this is new and you know it's it's off the wall like this is this is truly biblical stuff that you know, has been, been, been practiced, like I said, from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So it's a process that you can learn from. It's a process that we're learning from and it's truly transformational. Yeah. And so we hope that you can experience that transformation and be able to live, like you said, um, in that freedom and be able to just live life to the fullest yeah. and be able to do the most that we can for that. So we will have those links there and, um, we hope to, you tune in again next week and continue to grow in this journey with us. And we hope that you can share that, um, share this episode with any of your friends, be sure to rate it, um, subscribe, uh, that definitely helps us to kind of get the word out. And so anyway, we hope that you enjoyed it and we will see you again next next week. Yeah. (laughs)